Husbands, fathers, and entrepreneurs, two friends evolving indifferently through life. Join us as we talk about tough lessons and an imperfect pursuit of God along the way. Welcome to the Grace Factor Podcast. What's good, peoples? Welcome back to Grace Factor Podcast. I am R. Rizé Greer, along with my co-host, Maurice F. Martin. And in this episode, we will be tripping over how common it is to second-guess all of our decisions, overthink everything, and the tendencies we have to downplay the gifts God has created for His glory. Today's episode is Help My Unbelief. Grace Factor is brought to you by Zabri Inspire, your preferred Christian apparel brand who encourage you to wear your faith boldly. Visit Zabri Inspire today to find your inspiration for tomorrow. Help my unbelief. Man, this is something we got to talk about because, you know, we talk, We started off our show. We were talking about, you know, crazy faith, yes, courageous sir. faith, right? Yes, sir. Where, where, where God calls you to these huge situations where you're really stretched. Right. But I was tripping this week, me personally, when I realized how sometimes my greatest unbelief is in the small things in my life. Oh, come on. Right? So a moment of transparency. My wife and I, we went to church last weekend, right? And we're sitting in the church service, and and I'm just going to tell you that the message was real good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was hitting me somewhere deep. I was crying. I know I'm a grown man, oh. but I was crying. Okay. Hey, it, it slings, right? Right. And so so my wife said, you know, you know, I think we need to sow a seed. I said, you know what? I feel that too. So we got some money ready, and I walked it up to the altar. Right. Okay. So y'all got to gotta picture this. I got my daughter in my arms. <laughs> I'm boohooing, and I walk up to an altar. I'm the only one at the altar. I hand this man the money. I'm okay. prepared to turn around. Mm-hmm. And sit down. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> All of a sudden, this man starts prophesying over my life. I never met him before. And it's very accurate to what I already know about okay. my life. Oh, praise God. And as he ends his prophecy, and he's talking about, you know, ministry and things that are about to happen in our lives. And he says, but God is telling you to let it go. And I was like, let what go, dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what, what, what do you mean? What do I need to let go of? And he was like... The low self-esteem. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, there it was. (laughs) (laughs) And it occurs to me in that moment, and then later on, like I went home and I was thinking about it. I have never prayed to God before and asked him to help me take away my low self-esteem. Oh, now, who has prayed for something like that Mm. where you think that you're deficient in the area and you want to hide it, and then now you figure out which... It's a an epiphany, we would say. Right. I actually can pray about that, which makes sense. Right. So we stack, and I, I, I think I understand. So there's a game called Jenga out here. Okay. <laughs> so Jenga is a game where you're stacking blocks, mm-hmm. right? Block on top of block, trying to get to the highest peak. And then you're pulling. Your opponent is pulling out pieces of this block mm. to see if they can get you to make the wrong move so your whole foundation can crumble. Wait, say that part again. <laughs> they're they're trying to maneuver you to make a bad move so your foundation will crumble. Okay. So what you're saying is, is you're saying that you're able to pray that God can take away something like self-esteem from you. After you built your whole life on a block like this and you built it on success and you have self-esteem issues or for me, you have pride. Mm -hmm. You built all these things to the top 
And then now you're saying that I can pray to have God take this away. But the caveat to me would be, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to, I'm going to believe that God's structure can stand tall even after he pushes out that self-esteem issue. Mm. Is that what you're feeling? Mm, That's so good. Well, I heard you say something. So, so here's where we're at, right? So we're talking about practical faith, right? Like, like not just courageous faith and major faith, but but practical faith. Practical. Every day, got to get my life together. Faith. Mm -hmm. You said, that the point of Jenga is that when you remove something, it shakes the foundation. Right. Is that not spiritual warfare in and of itself? It is. Right? That everything that you think you know that you stand on can be taken away at yeah. any moment, and the enemy will try to use that to shake up your confidence. Yeah. Shake up your mind. Yep. Make you lose your, your peace. Make you lose, uh, you know, everything that, that fills you up on the inside. And could you say, though, that as believers, and even if not, we are scared to allow these pieces to move or to move out of the way. So we're, we're, we're trying to keep them intact because we're afraid that if we move them, then it will shake. Oh, see, that's good. Well, here's what you're saying. You ever he- seen somebody develop a bad, uh, a bad habit, and then when you try to call them out on it, they say, that's just my personality. Oh, yeah. That happens to me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and by self, I mean, have you ever looked in the mirror and seen yourself do it? Right. Yes, I have. The reality is sometimes we develop things on the inside and then believe they're supposed to be a permanent fixture of our lives. Right. So now we're afraid to even have God take it away because what's going to happen to me if I don't have my what pride is? or my low self-esteem or whatever it is you struggle with. Right. And that's the practical part we're talking about, too, mm-hmm. is because you're only you're you're so afraid because you can't see ahead of yourself. You're only it's only practical to you because you've seen it happen before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. if. The things that you need to get into are the things that are are something that you can't foresee. That that that's the foundation that you need to have in God because you need to let that peace go. Right, because faith is supposed to be about the things you can't see. Yes. Right. If I could see it all and see it all working out, I wouldn't need the faith. Right. And so what starts happening is, and we we talked about this a little bit earlier. We've all had uh, I don't know parents leaders, uh, people in our lives who we've seen major character flaws never leave off of. Right. And so now we believe that, well, you know, all my character flaws, that's just what I'm going to have the rest of my life. Well, who said that you have to have that the rest of your life and God can't help you remove it? Right. Now, I I could say this, like strengthening my faith is something that has happened over time, of course. Mm -hmm. So when I was being ordained as a deacon so mm-hmm. before this happened mm-hmm. uh there was a period of time where they say hey like your name came up mm-hmm. you know your name mm-hmm. came up you hear that before yes, sir. and i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am i'm filthy like how can i possibly like handle the call of that mm. in my current state mm-hmm. right so they tell me that it's your character your character doesn't have any holes in it like you are the same person you say you are. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're filthy. Yes, you're dirty. <laughs> yes, you're prideful. Right. But you are you, mm-hmm. and you are willing to work. So, fast forward to the day we are supposed to get ordained. Right. I'm standing there, and the same bishop I mentioned in our second episode, talking about how that was my transition period where, mm-hmm. like, God changed things for me. Mm-hmm. He asked me, "So, how are you doing?" 
right? Which is a loaded question for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> what if I can't live up to the call? Mm. So he says, oh, you are in the right spot because mm-hmm. now God can use you. That's it. Meaning that I've stripped everything that I've believed about myself, mm-hmm. and now I am letting and open to God being able to work. Mm. And, and what you're talking about is admitting imperfection. Yes. I mean, Scripture says, humble yourself yes. before the Lord and he will exalt you, right? That there should be a moment in your life where you look in the mirror and say, I'm, I'm strong in some areas because God made me strong. Yes. And I'm weak in some areas because I never let God heal me or never allowed myself to grow and mature. You have to be willing to admit to yourself and then admit to God, Look, this is a, this is a hole. This is an this is an issue. This right. is an area that I just have to get better. Now let's not get it twisted because there's a couple of things that happen, right? So you said admit, yes, which is a very strong word. Come on, compared to something that people use, which is acknowledge. Yes, yes. So acknowledging something is not the same as admitting. Mm. So explain why. Mm. Let's okay. unpack that. Okay. So here's the deal: to acknowledge something is to publicly talk about address right well i'm never going to acknowledge something that i have not first admitted in in a silent place right um it's not just about the things that i'm willing to talk to you about Mm -hmm. it's about the things that i'm willing to deal with pray about work on when nobody else is around. That's my integrity, mm-hmm. okay? So yeah, we, people always say, you have to learn to acknowledge your problems, okay? But you'll <laughs> never acknowledge what you won't admit to. Right. You you just talked about this story where the, the bishop walks up to you and he says, are you ready? And mm-hmm. you said, no, I'm not ready. No, I'm, I'm not. a mess. I'm a he mess. said, perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. God knows what to do with a mess. Mm-hmm. Jesus talked about, is the church not for the sick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so because I know that I can't do it all on my own, I now will surrender to the fact that I need a savior. Mm, okay, so that is so good because being able to admit that there is something there, an issue or a problem, mm-hmm. which we deal with from an emotional standpoint, even relationships with people, and they just don't want to say, like, I deal with this. This is my problem. And then surrender that to God. Mm-hmm. So I think the admission is super important because it prompts the conviction that's necessary, leading to the empathy. Hold on. Com- slow down. You said the admission. Admission. Prompts. Conviction. Conviction. Meaning that. Okay, preacher. Hey, it, it prompts the conviction, like, I, I'm wrong, mm-hmm. which leads to the empathy, like, I hurt you. Mm. which leads to an apology, which changes the person's concept of you in the first place, right? So it's like, oh, there's something different about him now because he wouldn't have done that before. Mm -hmm. So something's changing inside of him. Mm -hmm. So we get to a point where we're discovering like who we are. And again, we all have a story or believe in a story. So this is the confidence that we have in believing that God can change us. Mm. See, you said that about the story. That's so good. Mm. This is about help my unbelief. Yes. Part of my belief system is based on what I've been through, Mm -hmm. right? What I've seen, what I've experienced, where I've fallen, where I've won. And so at some point, I now have some stuff that's right that I feel (laughs) and some stuff that's wrong that I feel. One thing I teach all the time. um, So I hear a lot of people say, live your truth, walk in your truth. Mm -hmm. And people get so mad at me when I say, you cannot live your truth 
unless your truth is rooted in the truth. Yes. Right? Yes. That if you believe in a bunch of stuff and you don't got no idea what the real <laughs> truth is, everybody hated me. No, a bunch of people loved you and you pushed them away. Right. Like we, oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the truth. That's deep. You have to be willing to be rooted in the truth. Mm. And if you're willing to do that, Come on. then anytime there's a disconnect, that's when I know what I need to work on what I need to pray on, right. where I need to heal. Right. That's that's where the evidence comes in, right? We're talking about, I know you say you're working on it, but is there any evidence of your growth? True. Now, I know exactly who I am now. Mm -hmm. Like God's showed me over time because I've been allowing him to strip layers and layers over me. Mm -hmm. So I've discovered about myself, like one of my, I would say, flaws would be, I am either in or I am out. <laughs> yes, I've been so, I'm either with you or I'm not. Mm. I'm either in the circumstances and I'm 100%. And this means this means that I am all go. So mm -hmm. there's anything that you ask me to do, like I'm all the way with it. Mm -hmm. So if I needed to make adjustments, if I need to make changes, if I need to adapt, like I'll do that with no complaining mm -hmm. because I'm all the way in. Mm -hmm. Like being out is sometimes, I guess, comes across as rude. Mm -hmm. It's like, <laughs> he's mm -hmm. so rude. Yeah, I'm not even going anywhere near that. Yeah, I, I'm, not going, I'm not going anywhere near him. But... I need to, again, that's one of the things that I have to surrender uh, for God myself is to be able to be transparent with people so they know the whole story. Mm. Because honestly, like that's just evidence that things are changing. Mm. So I have this question, though. So there's a lot of listeners that could be out here and they're operating in a place where they are participating in something as I'm describing. So they're in, in ministry. They're at work. They're doing things based on what people's perception of them is, mm -hmm. and they are learning or trying rather, I, I would even say drowning, to be able to be that person that they're not. Mm -hmm. So only because what we just talked about, they're not admitting mm -hmm. that they are a certain way or missing something, which uh, could be their downfall. Mm -hmm. So what, what do we need to talk to them about letting them know or encouraging them that things can change? Mm, that's such a good question. I think that it comes down to, first of all, if you're willing to know who you are today, your understanding of yourself can't be rooted in everybody else's opinions. Right. Right. There should be a certain level of transparency I have within myself to say I have uh, anger issues. I have, you know, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Then I have to ask myself, what does God say about me? Mm -hmm. And anything that I don't see where there's a disconnect between how I see me and how God sees me. Those are my areas where I have to work. Other people should only really be giving you confirmation gotcha. of what you already know. Mm, yes, you yourself and God are the ones who give you the affirmation. They affirm you. Right. The people confirm. Mm -hmm. They just let you know, hey, we see you. <laughs> or but not. if you're not seeing yourself, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. You should see you first. Yeah, that is a problem. Right? Yeah. So I would say to answer your question, if I'm going to work and everybody expects me to be somebody at work and I'm tap dancing to be that, what I'm going to tell you is it's time for you to be rooted and grounded in who you were born to be, not who they expect you to be. Mm, OK, I got you. That's real life. That is. And it comes down to us believing in ourselves or believing what we are or who we are. Mm -hmm. So I know. Uh, that I am a great listener, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I know that I am full of passion and I'm, I am very concerned about people's transformation. Mm -hmm. I know God can use me. Mm -hmm. 
I also know that in my quiet times, I'm doubtful in my ability. There it is. And I have to surrender to God because I need his help. I also know that I'm a encourager mm-hmm. and I'm boldly optimistic. Mm-hmm. I also know that I have the gift of wisdom and discernment, but I don't use it all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's also a disconnect for me. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're talking about is mm-hmm. being able to get in touch with who you are. And that only can happen if we are tapped into what God is saying about us. Well, and I think that everybody needs to sit down and I know we, we're running out of time here, but everybody needs to sit down and they need to do a personal inventory. That's mm-hmm. what you did. Mm-hmm. You said, I am. Yes. And you filled in the blanks with some positives, some negatives and some neutrals. Mm-hmm. Once I have established that I know exactly who I am, then now I can say, now, God, these are the things I'm giving to you and I'm going to work on. Right. And there should be some fruit to your work yes if you say you're working on patience and you're working okay well at some point you should probably get more patient somebody should see right don't just say well you know i was born uh, from from a line of people with bad tempers okay (laughs) well generation curses are real do you believe god can break them yes Yes. or no right so i think that you need to take that inventory Mm -hmm. then you need to come up with a plan to do the work And then you need to say, do I have fruit in that area? Mm. Am I growing? Are there results that are measurable and in front of me that I can see that prove to me that everything I've been praying about is coming to fruition? Yeah, that is. It's John 15 and 5. Like, I am the vine. You are the branches. Okay, no. I keep calling you preacher for a reason. If you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. So being able to realize that without him, none of the issues that we have, and we mentioned, Jinga, uh, we mentioned a lot of different things earlier today. None of those things can be resolved mm-hmm. if we don't give it to him. Mm. All right. Well, y'all heard it. Whatever it is that you are dealing with, mm-hmm. whatever it is you are struggling with, the question becomes, are you willing to fully give it to him. Now, listen, uh, we hope that you guys have had a a great time with this conversation. We hope that today made you think, left you inspired, or left you feeling encouraged. Now, if you didn't get anything out of this, this is what we were hoping you picked up on. Number one, we want to encourage you to have practical faith about the things that are in front of you, small bits of faith. Mm -hmm. Be encouraged then when God does what he says he'll do. We also want you to know about admitting your imperfections, what you won't admit to. Mm -hmm. You can't acknowledge, fix, or heal in. And then finally, there should be some evidence of growth for you. Come on. You should you should be showing some fruit and bearing some fruit. Now, now, Riza, if somebody has enjoyed this conversation, uh, they want to experience more grace factor. Let them know how to find us online. Okay, so please. All you need to do is really easy. You go to BUpodcasting.com and you go to the network button. You look for grace factor and you click listen. We have a network there that has multiple podcasters, but that is where Grace Factor exists. Now, you also, if you have questions or you want to contact us a different way, you can always email us at gracefactorpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Yes, he just said it. We would love to hear from you. We are a new podcast. So we want not only your comments, your thoughts, your takeaways, but also maybe new show ideas, things you want us to address Mm -hmm. and talk about. And then also just do us a favor. Please help spread the word about Grace Factor to your friends, family members, your mama, whoever it is that you think (laughs) would benefit. At the picnic, right? (laughs) Right, right. Just take the show to the company picnic, put it on the big speaker, and let everybody hear. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we are so grateful that you joined 
joined us today. Uh, and this episode of, of Grace Factor was brought to you by Save the Day. Save the Day, written by myself, Maurice Martin, has actually go. just came out. So we want to encourage you guys uh, to go and find Save the Day. It's a book that inspires you to embrace the day God has given you. Yes. Live an intentional life and turn empowerment into action so you can live a purpose-driven life. We hope you will find us this Tuesday, next Tuesday, yep. every Tuesday, yes. and help spread the word about Grace Factor. Yes, because God does listen. He does. He does. He, I, I don't think he just listens. I think he probably propelled some of this conversation. <laughs> I, I am absolutely sure. <laughs> but whatever the case, we, we thank you. We ask you to just have a, a great week and just be encouraged, people. Yes, we'll see you soon. Oh,